Welcome to Voicing Startups, where I, Colin Bournes, interview founders and operators changing the world through audio, voice, and conversational technology. Today on the show, I am talking to Justin, Jordan, and Hunter of Yak Chat. At the core, they are a voice messaging company for remote teams, but have plans for a whole suite of tools. Since our chat, they actually released a tool that is part of the Yak suite called Backtrack, and that lets you record all of those conversations you forgot to click the record button for by overwriting a 60-minute window of audio over and over throughout the day, locally to your Mac, that only saves if you tell it to. And that's already broke the top 100 in the App Store and has had great success on Product Hunt. The Yak Chat team just opened a $3 million seed round. So if you're an early stage investor and find the company to be of interest, now is the time to talk to them. And if you're a potential customer, early access ends soon. So make sure to sign up and reserve your spot. So enough of my rambling and let's get into the show. Hey, Justin and Hunter, welcome to the show. Um, I want to just jump right into it. And could you guys give a quick background of yourself? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, my name is Justin Mitchell. I come from a background in startups. I've been working for startups since I was in high school, actually. Uh, had my own startup that I co-founded when I was 19 and uh, was lucky enough to have that IPO and kind of took that exit opportunity to launch a design agency called So Friendly, which is where I kind of brought Hunter in. And we rocked and rolled for a couple of years uh, doing some work for other startups. And uh, one of the cool things we did at So Friendly was build products. And uh, one of the things that we built there was, was Yak, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Awesome. Hunter, do you want to give a little background? Yeah. Uh, my name is Hunter McKinley. I'm the CMO and co-founder at Yak. Um, I got my start in high school. I started a, a clothing company and, uh, I made that all the way until I got into my local mall and I sold out. And so from there, uh, I took the, my design skills and went and worked as an intern for Justin's, um, one of Justin's first startups, next ID. And then from there, like he said, we started rocking and rolling at so friendly. And one of so friendly's pitches was we build tools for entrepreneurs and startups. And so learning, all I could through the agency, it was a really easy transition into Yak. So basically all the advice that we've been giving to all the other startups around us and founders, uh, we're now applying to Yak. So that's kind of my background. And um, yeah. I don't, I don't know how we met at Voice Summit and I missed that sort of background from both of you guys. That's, that's amazing. And, and coming from kind of an entrepreneurial childhood upbringing, like that just gets me more excited to get into this conversation. Um, but yeah, next I would just like to jump right into the product, Yak Chat. Uh, what exactly is Yak? And then why did you start it or how did it become um, an actual business? Yeah. So uh, last year, November, Product Hunt had a Makers Festival, which was kind of like an online hackathon. Uh, they had some subjects and uh, areas of interest that you could build around. And one of those was remote tools. And uh, you know, as, as I usually do when I get bored, I try and figure out something I can build. And uh, one of those things was 
oh, I have an idea for remote tools. I, I just, I don't know, it just popped in my head. And I had this idea and I was like, Let, let's build this thing. So over the Thanksgiving weekend, so it was just like four days, um, we built the very first version of Yak, Yelling Across Cubicles. Uh, was actually the name of it back then. That's what Yak stands for. Um, and what it was at the time was kind of like a Skype replacement. It was super simple, walkie-talkie for your remote team. Uh, you click somebody's face and your voice just kind of comes out of their speakers immediately. And what was cool about that is, again, I was trying to simulate this idea of yelling across a cubicle. Like what it would be like in a real office where you can just shout and say, Hey man, I need your help. Can you you know, answer this question really quickly? And there wasn't a good way to do that when you have a distributed team without spinning up a meeting, incessantly sending a bunch of Slack messages or you know, hopping into a Zoom call. So we built Yak. Yeah, that, that's amazing. And I know you guys have uh, just a beta that's out right now. How much early interest have you received so far? Have you seen any um, interesting trends so far with the, the group of users that you have? Yeah, you know, and that's kind of the genesis of our story is we, we launched this product as part of this hackathon. Um, four days of effort, right? Like very MVP, MVP. And what was awesome is just kind of the reaction was amazing. People loved it. Um, we were getting like a download a minute for a couple days there. Uh, we, we got downloads from Envision, Google, uh, you know, CVS Pharmacy, Roche Healthcare, like just crazy companies wide and, and deep. And the reaction was really positive. Uh, the comments on the, on the actual product hunt post were really awesome. People were loving it. They really liked what we did. And so in January, we got a call um, from Adam Draper who said, Hey, I really dig this. And uh, I, I'd like to you know, start this conversation about how I can get involved. And all of that came from a single tweet. Uh, we were at uh, CES in Vegas sitting in our, our uh, hotel room. I got a notification on Twitter that somebody had mentioned me. And we immediately hopped into a call with Adam like five minutes later. And you know that reaction and that traction that we had early on really is what kind of catapulted the product into its own company and its own entity. And what we see today was actually a move from synchronous all the way over to asynchronous. And so we've actually kind of gotten away from this walkie-talkie app and moved into a voice messaging app now. And people are really digging this idea of like having a five-second meeting instead of a 30-minute meeting and still getting the same amount of knowledge out of it. And you know, I actually want to dig deeper on that idea of five-minute meeting versus 30-minute meeting. And I know that you guys on Twitter and uh, different spaces or different areas put out a lot of um, opinions on how meetings are broken. Can you kind of speak more to that general idea of meetings being broken and why um, your product is a good alternative to that or maybe a good tool in assisting a more efficient meeting? Yeah, I mean, one really good example is right before you started recording on this call, we were waiting for Justin to get on, right? Yeah. And and that seems to be the trend that, that we're seeing is there's a lot of um, not only waiting for everybody to get on, but then there's a lot of politeness. So even once you get everybody on, there's still a five to 10 minute buffer room of everybody asking each other what's going on with their lives, which is really, it's a good team building exercise, but it's not, that's not really what the meeting was for. It's to get information across or... Um, basically get everybody on the same page. So what we're finding is that the average um, message time with Yak is 19 seconds and people are sending and receiving four messages in a, se in a session. So the way we're interpreting that right now is basically you can have a full meeting in under 90 seconds versus before you have to take an hour out of your time to have it. 
Um, so that's not to say that we're replacing all meetings. I think there's still a room for creativity and real-time collaboration, like a podcast you probably would never be able to do over asynchronous. Um, but yeah, like just meetings in general, I think we can cut that down to about 90% because there's just, there's a lot of buffer room between calls, um, that can just really be cut out if you had asynchronous. Cool. And, uh, so you guys have talked about, um, how the product initially was targeted at a remote tool. Um, and now you're saying some stuff around how it's, a an assistance to an, a quicker or an alternative to, um, just a quicker, more efficient meeting going forward. What, what is sort of your target market or your general business model, um, with Yak Chat? What, what are you thinking you're going to focus on? Cause it seems like if you're focusing solely on a remote target, your interests may be different than if your focus is on more efficient meetings. I don't know if you could kind of speak to that. Yeah. What's interesting uh, is we definitely started with it's remote teams, it's distributed teams, because I think a lot of what the product brings is this idea of closeness and togetherness and that emotion that comes across in voice that you don't get with like a Slack message or an email. And then also, of course, the cut down on meetings. Because what we saw with remote teams is, hey, we're not all together. We need to sync up. What that translates to is, oh, we have five projects. Now we have five sync up meetings, right? Mm -hmm. And they're 30 minutes to an hour long. You get done with your day at 6, 7 p.m. And you're like, oh, well, I get to finally start my work day now. Great. <laughs> uh, which is not the way we want it to happen. But actually, I was just reading this book on the flight back um, from our, our VC meeting. And what was really amazing is he had this quote in there about how as soon as you get to like a certain point with your company, you become essentially a distributed team. Because what happens is you end up in a private office or you end up in a new building that you guys build or you end up on a new floor that you guys buy out, right? And so you're now further separated from the rest of the team. And nobody gets up out of their desk, goes down three floors and talks to the next engineering team, right? No, they still just schedule a meeting because there's no way they're going to get up and walk 10 times a day to say hi to somebody. So it's interesting because I think the perspective shifted from, oh, we're exclusively remote teams to... Wow, basically any team, once you hit a certain size, just becomes a remote team by default because that sheer scale forces you to, to separate physically. So I think actually our, our market is a little bit bigger than we thought it was initially. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And that's kind of what um, my just kind of outside view looking in is like, oh, you're scratching this itch with creating a very focused product. And then the market is telling you something different, like, Hey, the actual use of this might be a lot larger than what you originally even planned for. Um, but you did talk about or, or touch on the idea that people like the voice interaction as opposed to the standard email or the standard Slack message. Can you just kind of talk more about that general idea and the benefit of the voice connection versus um, just a standard text. Yeah, I, I'd love to tell you a quick story. So one of our engineers has been working with us for over two years and he's incredibly loyal. If you go onto Twitter, he's retweeting and liking everything. He, <laughs> he must have like a bot set up. Uh, he, just, he just loves being a part of our team so much. And that all kind of um, kind of came to a head, like honestly, two months ago when we really pushed Yak because what happened was we demoed Yak with him. And that was the first time that we heard his voice. And it was the first time that he heard our voice. And so immediately what happened was he hopped into Slack and said, you know, I wish I had the message in front of me so I could read it to you. But it was so, it was so amazing to see somebody like, I can't believe 
I now just heard your voices for the first time. I feel so connected. Like I love this team, like, you know, yak forever. And so to, to us, that was like the moment where we're like, okay, there, it, it does increase efficiency and it's really fun to use, but there's something about hearing somebody's voice versus just seeing Slack messages from an, un, from just a profile photo. So a lot of people, what they do is they hop into zoom calls and that's, that's good. But the problem with zoom calls is that since our, most of our teams offshore, they're on a different time zone. So they never, so those guys never get to hear our voice. They never get to see our faces. So asynchronous voice communication has allowed us to talk with our team and still build that community um, without actually physically being in the same exact meeting. And there's a lot more to voice than just the emotional side, right? Uh, it was interesting when we got out of that VC meeting, one of the things that they had mentioned was like, sure, sure, sure. All the mushy gushy emotional stuff is fun, but like, what's the, what's the stickiness of your product? And I thought it was an interesting question because I've been pushing this like emotional bond because I'm a, I'm a team lead, right? Like this is, this has been my company that I've been building over years with like so friendly and it's been remote. And I'm always thinking, how do we build culture? How do we, you know, have people like each other? And she's going, yeah, that's great. No, I like that you love each other, but you know, why would someone pay for this? And there's so much more benefits to voice than I think people even realize. Um, it's amazing the amount of times that one of our designers will will yak me and I'll listen to the message back and it'll be like, Hey, Justin, I've got this problem. I'm really trying to solve it. And she'll like walk through it and at the very end go, you know what? Actually, never mind. Just talking it out was all I really needed to do. I already solved my problem. I just kind of needed to hear it out loud. And there's, you know, magic to that moment of like articulating something out loud for the first time and, and solving your own issue because you, you spoke, you know, the problem. And there's so much, you know, more benefits to that outside of just problem solving. It's easier to articulate. Um, it, it's more natural, right? So you're speaking and communicating the way that you do best. Um, one of the cool things that we found is uh, we got some advice from a founder really early on that had a very similar product years ago. One of the things that he said was, you know, I built this product for me and my founders, because we all wanted to talk and be in the same room. And then we realized that when we hired like a team of developers or designers, you know, actually they didn't give a rat's ass about talking to us. Like that wasn't something they even cared about. They were very closed off. Like they wanted to focus. They didn't want to be interrupted throughout the day. And so the cool thing about moving from synchronous to asynchronous with Yak is that the people in your team that like to talk and speak best that way get that opportunity. And the people that speak best over maybe an email over chat also get that opportunity. So I have developers that every morning I click my Yak button and I'm like, Hey man, I just wanted to check in. You know, I know you were working on this problem. Let me know where you're at. And he won't Yak me back. He just sends me a very long Slack message. But that's exactly how I want that product to work, right? Is because I'm not inconveniencing him. I'm actually communicating the way I communicate best, which means he's getting the best version of myself and the best information that he needs. And then he's able to communicate back to me in a method in which he's comfortable with. And I think we're really one of the first products on the market to build something that caters to all those types of different personalities. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. And the thing that jumped into my mind while you're giving that um, explanation is just the idea of giving an alternative um, exactly what you said, different people like to communicate in different ways. And with the rise of mobile and, and uh, um, just better connection <laughs> between people and instant messaging and texting and all that was this idea of efficiency. Um, but now we're at this point where we can rethink like, okay, there, there is value in efficiency, but there's also value in connection and there's value in um, just giving people their 
own option with how they like to communicate. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, the, the next thing I kind of wanted to jump into is actually how you guys view yourself or see yourself as positioned differently um, than obviously the biggest competitor, which would be Slack, in my opinion. Or maybe you don't see Slack as a competitor in light of um, being an alternative. How, how do you kind of see or, or uh, talk to that idea that who, what if Slack decided to come out yeah. with some sort of product? I, similar? I, I, I think obviously like they're the 800 pound gorilla, right? Like there's yeah. an opportunity for, you know, it's almost like Apple or Facebook, right? Like mm-hmm. basically no matter what they launch, they have a user base to sell into immediately and it'll be semi-successful. So you always have to watch out for that. One of the things that I always like to say is, you know, Skype's actually had voice messages for years and people don't use them. And the reason for that is it just gets lost in the thread. It's not a, you know, a simplified interface. It's not voice first. It's not audio only. It is definitely a like tack onto the side. And I think if Slack launched something like that, it would be basically the exact same interface. It would get lost in all of the messages. You'd have integrations popping in, notifications everywhere. And actually just adds to the noise, not subtracts from the noise. And we want to be that kind of interface to your team that is is less noise, right? It should be get to it when you get to it, asynchronous, listen when you have time, reply when you have time, and not like, oh, I actually have to get this right now because if I wait five minutes, it's 600 messages up in the thread. Um, so you know, I don't necessarily see Slack as a competitor. We definitely built the entire app uh, you know, to kind of work with Slack. We have integrations with Slack. You can send a Yak into your Slack. You can send a transcription you know, into a message. You can lo- log in, like sign in with Slack and onboard your team that way. So like, we're definitely wanting to tie in with it. I think Slack's even kind of abandoning their voice options right now. Even uh. you know, They've partnered with Zoom and they're kind of saying, hey, we're taking a you know, step back from where the calling experience currently is on Slack. Um, but our whole app has been, has been built around this idea of, we know you have other tools in your workflow. That's why we've built this thing as lightweight and as thin as possible. It's going to float above all the other apps. Use it with whatever workflow you want. We don't need you to be a Slack user. You know, if you want to be a Microsoft Teams user, you know, do that and it'll work exactly the same. So, you know, I think our, our biggest competitor is other apps out there that don't shift the mindset. Um, you know, there's a lot of hoopla around a, a certain YC, you know, remote app right now that's doing really well. And one of the things that, you know, we keep getting tossed into this conversation on Twitter, like, well, you know, these guys are also doing the same thing. And I always like to say, you know, really, we're kind of the opposite of everybody else that's out there. You know, the other apps that are out there, um, you know, prey on this idea of you needing to be online all the time. It's all about presence and status indicators and hopping into a meeting, you know, instantly. And it's this idea of like this pressure that I need to be connected to my computer at all times, which is just not the case with a distributed team. You know, somebody might be mobile, they might be on a train, not even connected to the internet, right? And they're still working. And so I think our app is built around this idea of, you know, we know that you might not be constantly connected to your team and that you'll communicate when you need to communicate. And one of the things we talk about here, you know, at Yak is this idea of busyness being perceived as productive when it's not really, you know, productivity. Busyness is probably the lack of productivity. It means you you've given yourself too many tasks or you're tasked with things that aren't, you know, meant for you, right? And so we want Yak to be this like education piece to say, you know, A, that meeting can wait. You can get the information in 10 minutes. Like, it'll be all right. You don't have to have it right now. Um, and this other, you know, concept of, 
you know, you being able to see someone online and hop into a call immediately, immediately with them doesn't necessarily mean that the fact that they're online, you know, signals that they're being productive. So we don't want to build something that pressures team leads or pressures other companies into this concept of like, you must be online. We must be able to contact you at any time. We actually want to build the opposite. So a lot of what we're doing really comes down to like education and habit forming, which is tough. It's a tough sell. I, I like that you brought that up though, because I think there just needs to be uh, more conversations around that general idea of giving off the image that you're, you're working more than you are, or, um, or maybe it is the alternative. Maybe you really are busting your ass out there every single day. And there, and there could be a different relationship with your work if there wasn't that idea that you have to be present and all that. So, so that's actually really interesting. I'm, I'm happy you, uh, gave that explanation. Um, but you know, going forward with this product, I, I think where it's at right now, it makes a lot of sense. Um, and there's a lot of different product features that jump into my mind that I was thinking, Oh, you know, if I was the, the, the owner of this company, I would maybe consider this or that. Um, what are some of the product features that you guys are considering over, let's say the next six months and then the years just going ahead? Yeah. So, I mean, immediately we're rolling out to mobile. So within the next, I'd say month or two, we're going to have a full mobile app, uh, on the app store and the Android uh, play store. So that's, that's like rule one for us. We have to have on desktop and mobile. Um, but as far as features go, uh, we're rolling out screen sharing. So you'll be able to not only record your voice, but also send a little screen share. Um, it can be 30 seconds. That's what we're limiting it to right now, but, um, possibly rolling that out to even longer. So, uh, you know, if a designer is working on a product, they'll be able to take a screen share and send it to us and they can give a full explanation rather than everything over voice or everything getting lost in Slack. Um, so that's the most immediate like month or two, um, looking six months out, we're looking at a couple cool features. Um, one of the, one of the ones that we came up with on this last trip was a thing called backtrack. So basically you'll be able to, uh, let's say you're in the middle of a meeting, like a physical meeting with somebody or, or a zoom call like this. And I haven't been recording this call. I know you have, but I haven't been recording this call. So at the end of this, I know that, you know, we've been on since 10 AM and I would be able to backtrack and record in the past. So for the last 30 minutes, I can record it and then save it to my desktop. Mm -hmm. And so as far as I know that no one else is doing that. So like when you said, you know, about, about what's the difference between us and Slack, it's, we have that ability to kind of go in these yeah. directions and experiment and test new things. So those are the cool three, the three ones that we're building right this second. Um, and then six months from now, we'll be hopefully integrating with uh, a thing that we're calling yak bots. So when you walk in, in the morning, you'll be able to get your, you know, TechCrunch articles read to you in Yak. Um, we'll be able to integrate with things like your email and have it read in, let's say, Justin's voice or my voice. So we're, we're thinking about automating some of the business platform rather than just voice messages. Yeah, I think our, our long-term goal is really to be kind of the business platform for audio um, or the audio platform for businesses, right? Like there's nothing that... Um, exists out there that isn't cluttered with all of the consumer stuff that's, um, you know, your Spotify's or even your standard podcast app, right? Like everything um, doesn't focus on business. And so when we think about even a lot of people will bring up like, isn't WhatsApp a competitor? Like, no, WhatsApp is not a competitor. That is a <laughs> consumer, personal, you know, 
human to human interaction. And we love it. it. You know, WhatsApp's great, but that's not a business app. And so we're really trying to build that B2B and enterprise feel into Yak. And a lot of that comes into those integrations. You know, I want my audiobook to show up in the morning, you know, when I, you know, open my Yak and so I can be able to resume that at work. Um, I want to hear, you know, the latest Gary V you know, soundbite inside of Yak. I'd love to him to even be able to like go live, right? And say like, hey, add me on Yak. I'm going to do a Q&A session. And so we're thinking about all these ways to kind of integrate voice and audio into the future of business. And we really want Yak to be that platform. Awesome. Yeah, no, that that's a, a really exciting future to just kind of think about and, and all the different things that come with that. But uh, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to come on, talk about the product, give that background. Um, I think it's really exciting to see where this product is going to go. Um, but with that being said, where is the best place for any of the listeners to follow the product, follow you guys individually? Where, where's a good place for them to check you guys out? Yeah. I mean, you can go to our website, which is yak, Y-A-C dot chat. Um, you can find all of our socials there, but um, the main way to get a hold of us is through our Twitter, which is at yak chat, Y-A-C chat. Um, and my Twitter handle is Hunter Moonshot and Justin's is J Mitch, J-M-I-T-C-H. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on and I wish you nothing but success going forward. This podcast is sponsored by Voice Punch VC. Voice Punch is a venture capital fund that is focused on voice-driven and voice-connected technology. So if you are a company or an entrepreneur that has a product that is in this sort of space, much like a lot of the different companies that I am interviewing, then you should reach out to the team by going to voicepunch.vc. 